you are now locked in to the anecdote listen in kick back and relax have you heard about that new podcast yeah it's that girl called anna now you need to hear this she's Ghanaian. she is so funny she talks a madness i'll send you all her links oh and make sure to send it to the group chat everybody's got to hear this Hey everybody, welcome back to The Anecdote. Today, my podcast will be about loneliness with Jessie. The reason why I'm doing this podcast is because from the 15th to the 19th of June is Loneliness Awareness Week. And as me and Jessie are both university students, we both know that people do suffer from loneliness. And it's not just a thing that happens to people that are old. It can happen to anyone at any time of their life, at any age. And even in the midst of coronavirus, it's something that's really prevalent. So... I'm going to start off just talking about what is loneliness. Loneliness is defined as the feeling of sadness when someone has no friends or company. And I feel like it's really important to acknowledge this because it doesn't have any defined age, doesn't have any defined context. It can happen in a many series of places. So me and Jesse are both just going to talk about the facts. We're also going to address the uni scene. We're going to address ways to spot and ways to help. And I hope you enjoy this podcast, but I'm going to pass it on to Jesse. Yo, what's good, guys? So today I'll be talking about loneliness and how it affects people. So I thought I'd begin with the places that people can get lonely. Cool. So first of all, I thought at home is probably the most like common place. This may be due to you being the only child. You don't get... You don't get on well with everyone or you feel like no one understands your situation or appreciates you. Another place is university, which we'll delve into much deeper later. But for now, I wanted to say that it may be due to rooms being separate or you may naturally not see your friends all the time. Like, there's a lot of alone time in uni, so like, there's time for you to get lost in your thoughts and you may also feel like you do not fit in. You can also get lonely at work due to colleagues not being friendly or hostile, or you feel like there's a constant competition and you feel like you don't fit in into like social groups and like work groups or whatever. So it's quite easy to to succumb to this. You can also get lonely at church surprisingly because you may feel like people are very judgmental and I completely understand how this may occur. Like there's a pressure to act a certain way and if you don't fit a person, like a certain profile of like the way you should behave and the way you portray yourself, it's quite easily to feel left out and that you don't fit in. So I'm going to touch on some facts and figures some interesting facts and figures about loneliness so loneliness obviously has some health risks so loneliness is worse for you than obesity and we all know that obesity brings in so many other health risks such as high blood pressure and risk of heart attack diabetes so the fact that loneliness which is more of a mental thing 
the fact that it's worse than obesity just shows how seriously loneliness actually is and how serious loneliness can actually be next lonely people are more likely to suffer from dementia heart disease and depression so this just shows that loneliness comes with loads of other knock-on effects as well which also continues to contribute to the fact that loneliness is a very serious and pressing issue loneliness can increase the death risk by 29 percent that's nearly 30 percent and that's nearly what nearly a third it can increase your risk of death by like nearly a third next half a million older people go at least five or six days a week without seeing or speaking to anyone at all so guys imagine imagine being like at university or in your house or somewhere locked in a room for six days without having communication with anybody no social media no phone call no hello hi to a neighbor nothing that is literally what half a million older people go at least six days a week that's on average that's actually quite scary to think that older people are in their house alone and imagine for example during coronavirus when you know you're not allowed to go out lockdown you couldn't go to the um to non-essential shops they're just at home by themselves not speaking to anybody and that is even a norm for them now this one is to do with university students and this might make people who feel lonely at university maybe feel a bit better to know that you're not alone and other people are also suffering and feeling the same way as you so almost half of uk students 46% actually admit to having feelings of loneliness during their time at university and 37% consider dropping out. So 37% consider dropping out of uni because of their loneliness. And that just shows that everybody kind of has those phases when they go to university. They're stuck in their room, they're on their laptop, watching Netflix, binging series and they're thinking, why am I even in university? Yes, I'm learning, but this isn't helping me mentally and I feel alone, I feel sad, I feel depressed, I feel lonely and this is what 46% of UK students go through, that is literally nearly half so at least one of you guys, if you're a university student, you're basically part of that statistic. Okay so loneliness on university scene, see this is quite a daunting topic that we don't really talk about like it's not discussed in the wider community and over social media that much and yeah i do i do agree that we do talk about it amongst ourselves that when we're at uni and that but it's not something that's given enough significance so first of all i'm going to be talking about like how it starts and then how to know if you're lonely and then how to tell if someone else is lonely cool so how it starts well i feel like it begins not too long after you start uni and it's because you are in a new environment first of all with a group of people that you do not know at all or very well subconsciously you'll become more reserved and anxious when talking to people which may affect how you make friends or if you make friends at all you may also feel like you don't fit in with like the social groups and this will just further heighten your anxiety and nerves 
and thus distance you even further away from people. Cool. After all of this, you'll find yourself alone in your room for a prolonged period of time and the feeling of loneliness sets in. Uh, this can occur even if you have friends and people around you, but within yourself, there's still a deep feeling of loneliness. So how to know if you're lonely? If you're doing, like, one of the signs is if you're doing a lot more shopping than usual. And it's because studies have shown that lonely people will have a strong urge to accumulate possessions and focus on materialistic things in an attempt to fill a void. However, this only provides temporary gratification. So what I mean by that is, it's only gonna, you know, obviously it's quite self-explanatory, so it's like, that's short-term benefit. It's not gonna be appropriate for a long-term solution. Another indicator is if you're not sleeping properly. Studies have shown that if you often have fragmented, messy sleep, it may be an indicator of loneliness. However, I'm aware that there are other various reasons why you may not be sleeping well, but this is but this coupled with other indicators often points to loneliness. Loneliness is thought to be worse at nighttime because you're left alone to your thoughts. Like whilst others are cuddling with their up uh, their loved ones, you're just there by yourself. Yeah, really be getting like that. Cool, and this is when bad thoughts will set in and leave you worrying and tossing and turning in your bed instead of sleeping. Another surprising indicator, if you binge watch TV shows, like, I'll be honest, like, in this quarantine period, all of us have been binge watching TV shows. Like, there's not much else to do. Cool, but I'm thinking about before then. Think about how many TV shows you'd got through whether it's like whether you can count them or whether you can even remember which ones they were. If you don't, then I mean it's either you have really bad memory or you might potentially be lonely. It's said that TV shows almost become friends when we're lonely, as they are there for us, like whenever we want, and we quickly get hooked onto them. It's because like they serve as a good distraction. So how to tell someone is lonely? They may distance themselves from friends and this may be in real life or it can be over social media. So when it's like in real life, they're always missing numerous like social events and gatherings and it's like out, out of usual, out of usual, like peculiar behaviour. Cool. So you have to make sure you're monitoring your friends from time to time just to make sure that they are not, you know, falling out. Cool. And also, if they're avoiding you on social media or not answering calls, so then there's a loss of contact for a prolonged period of time. And you can tell that no one has had contact with this person. That's when alarm bells should be ringing, thinking, let me go and make sure this person's okay. And how to tell if someone else other than yourself? Oh, wait, sorry. Um, another indicator could be if they've recently gone through a breakup. This may leave them in a bit more emotional state than usual, and they may try and act normal. It makes an, it entirely makes sense because 
when you have a significant other, you're always talking to them like, obviously you feel like you have some emotional dependency on them and they're always there and you're always talking to them. And then when it's suddenly not there anymore, it's like there's a void. And that void is what will make you feel lonely. In addition to the like emotional turbulence that's already just occurred from the breakup itself. So you should know that you should know that um, people who have gone through a breakup are particularly vulnerable and susceptible to loneliness. So you should check on them more frequently than usual and maintain regular contact over the phone or in real life. The final indicator, well I know there's many more, but the final one I'm going to be talking about today is if they actually say to you that they're lonely. From time to time, people do complain that they're lonely, whether that may be because they don't have a significant other or companion, or if they just feel secluded. You should note that this may be masked as a joke, however, it is a genuine distraught feeling. So, if they do say it a couple of times, like, even if they say it the first time, just be a bit wary of it and, like, note it down mentally and, like, just monitor them. So, yeah, that's what I think you should do. So next, I'm going to speak about the different things that can contribute to loneliness. So there's a range of different things that can contribute to loneliness. Obviously, I'm not going to, you know, touch on every single thing that may contribute to loneliness. But I'm going to touch on a few good number of things that could be the reason why somebody is lonely. So low self-esteem. If you don't think highly about yourself and you kind of have negative thoughts on yourself already you can tend to seclude yourself from other people and when you seclude yourself from other people this can lead for you to be lonely um when it comes to um when it comes to low self-esteem it's very hard to fix that and it's very hard to actually feed yourself self-love and positivity for whatever reason you might feel sad about but once you start to build up your self-esteem you also start to communicate more you stop secluding yourself from social events and activities which make you meet more people and it has that domino effect of you slowly getting out of that loneliness another reason is discrimination so if you're in a certain area where people might discriminate against you not necessarily by your skin color but maybe by disability or by your age it might lead for you to be lonely if you're in a workplace full of people aged 25 plus or let's say 30 plus and you're 16 or 17 you're just about to work people might not relate with you people might discriminate against you because of your age in that circumstance and they might not talk to you same way you might come from a predominantly um and um a predominantly i don't know black area if you was white and you came into that area you might feel lonely because they might discriminate you because of your skin color that might be something that could lead to loneliness because you've secluded, they've secluded you and you've got come into a position where you're by yourself and you can't speak to anybody. Another thing that can contribute is intelligence. And this one is actually quite interesting because I find it quite um, 
prevailing in certain subjects that people study so for example I have a friend that I work with and she said that she she studies computer science and a lot of her friends are study also study computer science and she's realized that people that do computer science are very you know introvert they love their computer obviously not everybody but they tend to seclude themselves and I thought this really does link in with this um topic of um of intelligence reason being is because people that tend to have higher IQs tend to seclude themselves from people who they think are not as smart as them so if they think that oh I'm too smart for these people I can't socialize with these people then they'll tend to seclude themselves and take themselves away from those from people that they don't think match to their IQ that's another reason why people might be lonely another reason that might contribute is affluence people think that people treat people differently because of how much money they have of course you might think yeah this person's rich so that means that um i'm gonna um they're gonna get loads of friends and loads of people are gonna want to go out partying with them but there's been studies to show that people that are more wealthy tend to not be invited to certain places a lot because people think that they're a certain way because they're rich especially for someone who is rich and has gotten rich in comparison to their friends who are not as rich if it's like a common society where everyone is rich then maybe not so much but if you come from a a poorer area and you're rich people might think oh they think they're the king of the town they think they're the king of um this area don't want to speak to them they're too confident they're they think that they're so you know they're too prestige to talk to us that kind of thing so affluence can really contribute to loneliness the next thing is social anxiety or fear of rejection as you know social anxiety is another um mental health condition that basically stops people makes it harder for people to socialize because they're scared of social interactions and i guess doing that also limits you from having having that sorry limits you from having friends and it limits you from socializing with a lot of people that you can socialize with especially in things such as the uni scene it stops you from going to certain events maybe even sometimes stops you from even going to lectures if you see yourself sitting at home because you have social anxiety it's so hard for you to actually stand up and yes we go to university to go to a lecture but sometimes it's so hard to stand up and you know when you go on campus there's so many people you have to have so much unnecessary conversation even spotting people that you know it's kind of awkward going to speak to them that kind of stuff really really affects a person so if someone has social anxiety it can really lead to loneliness so it's important if you feel like you suffer from any of these type of mental issues you seek help so that it can stop um knock-on effects coming on such as loneliness and depression and other things such as that also another thing that contributes is if you've recently healed from something or you've had spiritual growth that can also lead to loneliness I found this one quite interesting because this might even go for things like religion. Like, if you're a Christian, maybe, and you feel like you've taken your path seriously, I don't know if a lot of people that have taken their Christian Christianity seriously or if they're of another religion, like, if they're um, Islamic, maybe, they might have taken 
their religion so much more seriously and they realize that they can't socialize with certain people that they used to socialize with because we connect with other people at our common level of emotional health or brokenness so that is the main thing of how we connect with people we connect with people through emotional emotionally and through brokenness so the more you heal the less you'll connect with people who you once shared a common level of woundedness with so for example if i was an, a very you know um angry person and i would always vent to someone who understood me because you know every time i got angry i would speak to them and vent to them if i started to heal and i became so much more um i, I gained so much more self-control and i stopped getting angry I no longer have a reason to speak to that person that I used to vent to all the time. So that just shows that when you start to heal and when you start to grow or when you start to take certain paths seriously, you also start to withdraw from certain friendships and distance yourself away from certain people, which could also lead to loneliness if you don't then gain new friends of people that you're on an emotional um, and... um, emotional level with so once you reach that new emotional level unfortunately not really unfortunately but you'll have to find new friends because you can't talk to those old friends anymore because you don't really have that thing in common that's another reason why we tend to grow out of friendships and it's not necessarily beef like we don't have a we don't have a problem but we just don't have anything to relate to and that's because of growth and if you do fail to find new friends and realize that you've outgrown certain friendships then this can also lead to loneliness cool if you do discover a friend being lonely and you feel like they need help going online and researching is a good way to educate yourself i know the nhs website has a really good sorry do's and don'ts section um like how to you know go about people who suffer from loneliness and also the mind literally it's called the mind um it's a website that has lots of information on other mental health issues and loneliness and has really good tips on how to identify and help those who suffer from it So I'm going to go on to speak about how you can try and prevent loneliness or deal with loneliness and self-care options. So if you're at university, the first thing I'd say, and I've always said to someone who said that they do not enjoy university or that they're lonely or that they don't speak to people, is join a society. Join a society from your course, join a society that you relate to. If you have a passion, join that society find that society because the thing with societies is that they're always publicly advertised with the university so it's very easy to find i think finding a society is easier than finding like going out to find friends because that society ensures that you have something in common with that person so for example me i'm part of afro-caribbean society and it was very imperative that i joined that when i joined my university because my university is predominantly white in a white area sorry so I know that I'm moving out of London where there's a lot of people that like share the same culture as me and I want to find someone that people friends that also share that same culture with me because that is something that I resonate with 
So joining a society is very, very, a very, very good way. It's very underrated, I think, because they have events, they have socials, you can meet new people, you can go up for positions. Those positions that you go up for can go on your CV. So it's literally like killing two birds with one stone. You're finding friends and you're improving your CV. And that's on period. The next thing is don't think you have to stick with one group of friends. Guys, you can have i literally said this the other day friends serve different purposes i feel like friends a friend is such a loosely associated word you can have friends for fun you can have friends for entertainment you can have friends to teach you you can have friends for courses so you see what i'm getting at here you don't necessarily need to have one friend or one friendship group that serves all purposes because not gonna lie not all my friends can go to church for me because they wouldn't want to go and obviously i would try and change that from them but the fact of the matter is if they don't want to go to church today and i want to go to church today not saying that i need to go to church with a friend but i'm just saying that if someone else wants to go to church with me it doesn't mean that i can't go with them because they're not part of my initial friendship group you should find people that do different things because then you'll never get into opportunity where you'll never get into a situation where you think you have to do something by yourself. Do you see what I mean? Is it? It's easier to have friends from many different places that serve loads of different purposes because then you don't feel like, oh, I'm annoying this person for asking them to go everywhere with me. This doesn't mean going force friends and go force friends here and there because you know it's better to have a more um, it's quality over quantity at the end of the day, but don't think you have to sit to one group of friends because that can cause you to get lonely next and i can vouch for this one because i feel like in first year i you know i was always here and there but i had a part-time job and it killed time you didn't really have time to sit in your room and binge netflix and think about how you're not chilling with people because you're at work and if you find a job that you enjoy you're making friends like you go to work you see your colleagues i've made a good friend out of work so having a part-time job although it might be a bit of a disruption during university it's also very 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 helpful and i would you know you're getting money on the side you're improving your cv you're making friends and you're stopping yourself from getting lonely what's that four birds with one stone literally you can go get a job and you would you'll be so surprised at how much it can help you last thing i would say i don't think it's the last thing actually but another thing that i would say is talk to somebody although it's kind of counterproductive thinking that we're talking about loneliness and we're saying talk to someone however if you have friends from home and you're let's say lonely at university speak to friends from home and see what advice they'll give you maybe they'll come and visit you talk to your parents maybe they'll come and visit you and make you feel better or maybe your friends that come to visit you will encourage you to go out and speak to people so don't always think you have to solve every issue by yourself there's also places on if you're at university i'm speaking about there's places on campus where you can speak to them on campus they can help you although i know it is definitely hard to go out of your comfort zone and speak to someone about your pressing issues but once you find the courage to do it you're already one step towards resolving the problems that you have and you should always remember that another thing i was going to talk about is self-care so one thing that i saw online that said it could help you is self-date nights 
so go out somewhere that you enjoy if you like going to the museum go to the museum by yourself if you like the cinema go to the cinema by yourself you can get a lot from your own company or just leaving the area that you're in if you're always inside if you're always in your room not even talking about uni i'm talking about home i'm talking about wherever you are if you're always in that one place the fact that you're facing those four walls 24 7 is going to obviously make you go crazy leave the house and go somewhere whether it be to the shop whether it be to the cinema to the museum to the park just get out and give some time to yourself and make yourself feel happy last thing i'd say is try to connect with people with similar interests so when it comes to similar interests if you know a place that people that you know share the same interests as, as you will go also go to that place let's say you're into um if you're into sports into fitness maybe go to the gym even though you might not directly talk to somebody somebody might start a conversation with you and you'll find a friend because even when I was going to gym in London not so much in uni but when I was in gym in London I don't know I don't think it's because I used to go to the gym in university late at night so I never see people when I went to the in the day in London there'll be people that you could actually talk to and people who engage in conversation with you and you see people that like you used to know because you're going to gym in your area so you'll see people from your area as well so it is kind of a place where you can make friends and I'd really recommend you go into places that you know people might have similar interests with you because even though you might not get into conversation with someone somebody might speak to you so yeah those are the things that I think you should do as a self-care optional to help yourself get out of loneliness there are also charities to donate to and find more information from especially amidst this coronavirus pandemic which has caused all of us to become secluded and stay at home which has been particularly difficult for those who live alone and don't really have anyone there physically with them at that time so these include of course mind which i mentioned um the samaritans campaign against living miserably the british association for counseling and psychotherapy and yeah i think that's it so that's all from me guys thank you so much for looking into the anecdote i hope you took something away from this and i hope that this encourages more people to engage in conversations about loneliness